0: Hello Wanderers, before we get into today's episode, we wanted to go over a few things with you guys. We have an ever-expanding Discord server, built with some pretty awesome people. We'll leave an updated link in the show notes. Also, our Patreon has been updated with new perks. Patrons now have access to not only shoutouts and early episodes, but now exclusive content like monthly original tales and HD posters. We also currently have a Patreon goal, where when reached, Scott will do an entity tier list episode. So, if that interests you, consider checking it out. To send us off, we have a merch store along with a YouTube channel, both will be linked in the show notes. That's all the announcements we have. Thank you all for listening, and let's get back to the episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms, where we try to go over and explain the lore of the many levels and entities within. My name is Sharp A3, an MEG AI processing system, and today we'll be going over one of the best places to grab a bite to eat while within the Backrooms. So, I hope you're hungry, which is the case for most wanderers, because today we'll be you no know, clipping into the snack rooms. Basic descriptions. Level 6.1, or commonly known as the Snack Rooms, is a surprisingly sub-level of Level 6. It is given a survival difficulty class of one, that being safe, secured, and has a minimal hostile entity count, though it has a moderate amount of non-hostile entities present within. The Snack Rooms, as we'll mostly refer to this level, as one of the safest and most well-traveled levels within the Backrooms. Up there with the likes of the Hub. This level is pretty much what you expect, going off its name. A fairly large level filled with all kinds of snack shacks, almond water, other foodstuffs, and wanderers from all walks within the backrooms. So you can probably guess many will try to make their way here. For the most part, the level is quite safe to travel through and can provide quite the necessities one would need to take on the liminal landscape, and its many hardships. So, with those basic descriptions of the snack rooms out of the way, let's get into the appearances of the level. Appearances. The appearance of the snack rooms resembles that of an extremely large mall cafeteria, filled with all kinds of snack bars, shops, and other restaurants that mazes throughout the level. These shops vary in their aesthetics, as their looks range from as early as the 1600s to the modern day. As well as offering a wider range of foodstuffs. Many of these places can be accessed by long hallways resembling that of a mall's food court from the 1980s. These hallways are accompanied by the occasional navy blue chairs and table sets, allowing a wanderer to rest after their long travels. Due to a strange property of the level, many of the shops within the level are known to exit into more shops and restaurants, making the layout of the level quite confusing. The MEG Regiment Track mappers have mapped out most of the occupied space of the snack rooms, being a great help to those looking for specific areas of the level. Another strange property of this level is the fact that the shop's food supply is known to regularly restock itself by unknown means. It should be noted that the food that is randomly stocked up is random. Meaning that a shop with a barbecue theme can be completely restocked with Chinese food. There isn't any known reason to explain how and why this happens, but as this provides a steady supply of safe edible food, many just simply accept the event. Most of the places throughout the snack rooms are accompanied by signs with their names on them, most likely relating to the aesthetic of the shop in question though it's not unheard of for the snack room staff to change the names of some of these to their liking vending machines coolers and water fountains can also be found throughout the snack rooms most of these can be found stocked with various kinds of liquid ranging from almond water cashew water and even purified water something that is extremely rare within the back rooms so stock up on water here while can as well Windows are noted to be present throughout the level, though not the hostile variety. These windows are completely safe to be around and are stated to give off a whitish-orange light equivalent to the strength of sunlight. This is the case even for the skylight present throughout the level. Odd, being that this skylight is stated to be black beyond the glass planes it's made of. A rather strange effect we believe. As stated earlier, tables and chairs commonly found within a mall's food court can be found throughout the level, but that's not all. Other benches, decorative pillars and even plants found within malls can be found here. Bathrooms also the level, be a more than pleasant surprise for wary travelers. Make use of them, since who knows you'll find yourself with adequate plumbing, while traveling further into the level, you may come across large circular rooms with benches lined up around the interior. Though it's not stated what exactly these rooms are for, we can see them being converted into living areas for the level staff or wanderers if need be. Music can be heard throughout the snack rooms through the many speakers present. The music that can be heard varies in style, though it should be noted only songs popular during the 80s and 90s will be played on them, staying in line with the general aesthetics of the level. We should also note that some speakers within various shops may be controlled by the staff, so they will have full control over what is played through those specific speakers. We are unaware of the method of how they retrieve said music used, with current investigations into the matter coming back with inconclusive results. Scavenge and Supplies When it comes to scavenging within level 6.1, you couldn't ask for a more perfect level. Well, food-wise of course. As we've already spoken about, the level is filled with foodstuffs and almond water everywhere you look, so you should be able to restock your supplies. Now for other scavenge, such as building materials or survival gear, the level is lacking quite a bit. But the fact the level is constantly being restocked with food and water and is filled with helpful wanderers makes it a great place for those looking for those things. Though if you're in need of other items, it'll be best to try your luck in another level. Entities When it comes to entities within the snack rooms, the first ones to come to mind are the Faceling Staff that can be found throughout the level. Described as being under the 11 effect an effect we went over in our level 11 explained episode, it's an effect where entities who would normally be aggressive to wanderers behave quite docile. Though normal Facelings are non-hostile unless provoked to begin with. These Facelings, as stated earlier, work within the many shops and shacks and will help any wanderer in need. So don't be afraid to ask for assistance if needed. Next up, partygoers were once stated to have a presence within the level. Though within incident logs accompanying the level data, it's stated how after an entrance to level fun was discovered, it was promptly sealed off to make level 6.1 much safer to traverse. It's unknown if partygoers still hold a presence within the level, but with the lack of evidence thereof, it's safe to say no. Though that it's pure speculation on our part. There are accounts of barely documented hostile humanoid entities within the incident reports that and I quote, bodies unzip from their heads to their lower abdomen showing a large maw-like orifice filled with sharp teeth. It's also stated that these mouths go in for what seems to be infinite. And if that wasn't bad enough to deal with, they also have the ability to shoot testicles out of these mouths to pull in their victims. Combining all that with the statement of these entities resemble normal wanderers before attacking and that most weaponry doesn't seem to inflict pain on them, makes them quite terrifying monsters to deal with. We should note that though it isn't documented to show pain when attacked, it does seem it can be damaged. Luckily, there aren't many reports of these entities outside these reports, so you most likely won't have to deal with them We highly suggest checking out these incident logs if you wish to learn more about these entities We'll leave a link to them in the show notes Settlements and Outpost Within the Snackrooms, four major forces are known to operate within its borders, though one of the four is under investigation But we'll still be somewhat touching on them The first of the groups will of course the members of the MEG's Level 6 outposts. Believed to be manned by an ATF squad of at least four members, they keep guard of an exit to Level 6. Denying access to non-academic groups, mostly due to how unsafe Level 6 is. These seem to be their only jobs within the level, though they'll help wanderers if needed. Next, are the snack room staff, created by the group that first discovered the level. They're the most prominent force within the level if you would consider a group of very helpful and friendly wanderers a force. They're assisted by an unknown amount of Facelings, who are equally helpful and friendly. It's believed if you would like to run a shop of your own, these are the people who'll be of the most help to you. Next up now is the level 6.1 outpost of Camp Amber. Being a nomadic group of wanderers who goes around helping those throughout the backrooms, they have an outpost set up here to collect supplies for their other wandering groups. Which makes sense due to the abundant amount of supplies that can be found here They go about this by collecting things the shops here have no use for Though we like to think of these more as donations rather than scavenging If you come across this outpost, feel free to say hello They're a friendly bunch who are willing to help those looking for assistance The last group we'll be touching on is under heavy investigation by the MEG So we don't have much to go over on them here This group is known as the Guild of Many Reporting to be a small group of around 12 individuals, they've claimed to have a larger amount of members within their ranks. They're mostly known for their dislike for most of the major factions within the backrooms, even going as far as forming protests against them. Though they've shown hostilities towards some of these factions, it should be noted that they have not shown any hostility towards civilians within the backrooms. And for the most part, in the eyes of the average wanderer, they're fairly harmless. At least, not to them ins and outs So, you're probably wondering how can I get to this oasis of food and safety? As far as we're aware, there are three main ways to enter the level. The first way is by unintentionally snagging a tripwire within level 6. Tripping it will have you fall and no clip into the snack rooms. A pretty lucky fate for anyone who finds themselves within level 6. The next way to enter the snack rooms is by entering a restaurant within level 11, though it's not stated which to enter. It is stated though, that this method is the safest and most used way to enter the level, so using this method would be your best bet. The last understood method of entering the snack rooms is by finding a vending machine within level 4 and interacting with any buttons present on it. Doing so should allow you to no-clip into the machine, and bring you to level 6.1. So, you're stocked up on supplies and ready to take on the mental and physical beatdown known as the backrooms, how do you leave this saver of a level? Well like how you enter, We know of three main exits to leave level 6.1 The first way to leave the level is by going through an old rusty door, currently being guarded by MEG security personnel The reason is, the door leads to level 6, a rather unpleasant level to be in, to say the least So, this method isn't normally used outside of research purposes The next way to leave the snack rooms is by entering a sliding glass door, located outside a random shop on the outer perimeter of the level This method is considered the easiest and safest way to leave the level. The final way to leave the snack rooms is by coming across an unnaturally bent wall somewhere within the level and somehow finding a way through it. Doing this will have you brought to the blue channel. Before we get into the next section, we should note that at the end of the data on how to leave the level, there is an entry most likely left behind by a partygoer. We won't go over it here, just in case my security parameters are overridden. So we suggest you look into it yourselves if you want to know more. Closing Words So, that was level 6.1, commonly known as the snack rooms. What did you guys think about the level? What shops would you like to eat at? If you could, what snack or food shack would you open up here? We'd love to know what you think. That's going to be all from us today, so thanks for listening and we hope to see you guys in the next episode. Until next time, have a wonderful day, and be safe out there. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive. As the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I would like to say a very special thank you to our patrons over at Patreon. Starting with the Wanderers at the $1 level Ridiculous, Izzy Klein, Caleb Hills, Nathan Gear, Anakin Bumgardner, Sushi Penguini. Jeff Nordley, that one random guy, the Good Diamond, Brandon Berry, Shelby Girl Gaming, Coconut Cluster, and Brandon Briars. Next up are our senior explorers at the eight dollar level: Stephen Conger, Manicord, Zephyr the Cast Iron Crow, and Georgino Laws and Undead. Thank you all for going that extra step to support us and what we do. It's greatly appreciated. If you would also like to get your name shouted out at the end of the episode get access to exclusive Patreon content and more, go become a patron on our Patreon. Thanks again for listening, and have a wonderful day.